Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Thank you for today. Thank you for the gathering of the saints which is unto you. Thank you for your word that is infallible. Thank you for the word that brings transformation. Thank you for your word that brings increase. Thank you for your word that brings advancement in the name of Jesus. As we come before you, mighty Holy Spirit, speak to us. Turn us into the type of people you want us to be. We give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. Give your neighbor a high five, and you may be seated in the presence of God. First Timothy chapter 1, reading from verse number 12. How to be thankful for your salvation. Okay. How to be thankful for your salvation. Amen. Amen. So we've just finished two weeks of operation. Don't think about it. Is that not so? Yeah. There will be many testimonies from this week's prayer from last week's prayer and from this week's prayer or two weeks ago and then the week that we've just finished there will be many testimonies many breakthroughs many open doors if you believe it say amen the louder your amen the bigger your breakthrough now we enter into week number three I told you it's a four week season is that not so of diverse things amen so this coming week, or the week we're just starting, um, is week three, and it's our week of evangelism. Amen. And so winning. Amen. So um, here's how it's going to, and we are still praying and fasting, okay? Yeah, here's how it's going to play out. Um, we're going to be meeting at dawn. Meeting starts at 4 a.m. Now, this meeting, this time, the meeting will be online. Okay, it starts at 4 a.m. from Tuesday. It starts at 4 a.m. through to 6 a.m. All right? Wake up at 4, pray. Join the link at 5. We pray together. And then 6, we are done. Amen. Amen. Say another amen. amen. And what are we praying for? That God will make us soul winners. God will grant us boldness to win souls. Amen. amen. All right, and the fasting is after you've prayed for three hours, you can break your fast. Amen. So two hours in the morning, listen, 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 listen. 
Listen, listen, listen. I know you are not excited that the fasting is coming to an end, but it has to. And we are reintroducing our system to eating gradually. How many of you have realized that this weekend you couldn't really eat? That's how it is. So it's like we have to. Uh, some people are now coming from 48. Pastors fasted for 48 hours. Three days, like we didn't eat for three days. Do you see? So it's like we are now learning to walk again. Okay? Say amen. Uh-huh. So, um, but fasting ends at midday. Okay? Midday, lunch, whenever your lunch time. So when you pray in the morning, before your lunch time, you pray again and then go all out. So you can even make your lunch time 7 o'clock. So you pray from 4 to 7, then you start having lunch. That's all. It's up to you. It's up to you. Hallelujah. But whatever happens, pray. Somebody say pray. Yeah, so that, that's it. And I told you, you see, when we were fasting two weeks ago, 24 hours, 48, I said fast. You said, oh, you are taking your time. I was telling you that by the time we get to this one, we have finished the fast and you are fasting alone. I told you. But you won't listen. Now you'll be jealous of when we are eating McDonald's, you say that we are backsliding. No, you backslid first. Uh-huh. We, are, we are backsliding to find you and bring you back into the spirit. Somebody say amen. So that's it. And then um, Friday, Saturday, no, so we'll be here Tuesday evening. Okay, from 7 to 9. It's a regular Tuesday night special combo of prayer and Tuesday night special. Okay, good. Then we will be here, I think, on Friday as well, Friday evening. All right, so this will be the two face-to-face meetings, Tuesday evening and Friday evening. All right. Then the others, like I said, is from 4 to 6. A link will be sent to you. Okay, if you have a good pastor, he will send you a link. If you don't get a link, please come and tell me next Sunday that I didn't find a good pastor in the church. Do you see? I will assign one to you. Okay, good. Uh-huh. So you'll get a link and then we'll pray. Like I said, we'll pray from four to five, personal prayer. Okay, then from five to six, we'll pray together. As a council, so it will be one link for everybody in the council. No, there's no special Deban link, special Popomini link, just one link. If you are on, I will see you. If you are not on, I will see you not on. Amen. <laughs> Either way, I'll see you. Okay. It's working, or? Yeah. Now let's get to the word. We've been, the next week is week of visitation, but we'll talk about that next Sunday. Let's take it in installments, okay? Yeah. And this why, man. Good. How's your mom? She's well. Pass my love to her. I think she sent me a nice message, one of recently. Yeah? yeah, pass my love to her for me. Good. Back to what we are saying. It says, I thank, we are talking about being thankful. This message is called those who are thankful for their salvation. Amen. Amen. Those who are, I saw my wife's status, she has put those who make her laugh, those who are faithful, those who can overcome, those who do. I'm waiting for mine to come. I see that I've not come. So I've realized that I don't do anything. So <laughs> I'm, I'll find something to do. <laughs> 
I'll find something to do. My ride, or, my ride or die. I say, hey, there are really powerful people in this world, though. But I've still not come. I say, hey, anyway, I have to, I have to work hard. <laughs> but back to what I'm saying. So this message, God is also looking out for those who are thankful. And he's expecting to find you. Amen. May he find you in the name of Jesus. Paul said, I'm th- I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has enabled me and counted me faithful and putting me in the ministry. I'm grateful for this opportunity to have been counted faithful and have been put in the ministry. Why? Because I was a blasphemer, a persecutor, and injurious. And there were three things where my specialties, blasphemy, persecution, and causing injuries to people. You know, some people are specialists at, at causing injuries to people, physical injuries, financial injuries, emotional injuries, spiritual injuries. Yeah, psychological injuries. You are with a brother in the church serving the Lord. The next thing you see is pressing your breast. That's a spiritual injury. And instead of slapping him, you say, oh, Bishop doesn't like that. And, 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 and you, are holding, you are holding his hand, though. Bishop, oh, please stretch your hand, brother. You are experienced. Bishop doesn't like that. Bishop doesn't like that. Sisters, 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 sisters. Any brother that presses your breast illegally, slap that brother. I said, do what? Whether he's a pastor or pope, slap him. Now sit down. If he says, oh, I touch it by accident, you tell him, I also slapped you by accident. And tell such a one that go and report me to Bishop. I dare you go and re- don't even say say I dare you go and report me to Bishop. Yeah, I'm giving you I'm giving you one hour. If you don't go and report me, I will go and report myself. Say, Bishop doesn't like that. <laughs> what has it got to do with Bishop? <laughs> Back to what I was saying. <laughs> he says, but I obtained mercy. I obtained mercy. Verse 14. I obtained mercy. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. He said, I was a bad person. A very bad person. But God decided to be merciful to me. And to be gracious to me. All of us here present, including your pastor, God has decided to be gracious to us and merciful to us. To save us and to add us to his family. To save us and to add us to this beautiful family. Now, if he has added us, how do we say thank you to him? Which is what? What is the appropriate way to say thank you? 
to sometimes somebody does something to you, for you and you come and say thank you, but your thank you is inappropriate. Can somebody say amen? amen? I mean, you have said thank you, but your thank you is a foolish thank you. Not every thank you must be verbal alone. Based on what the person has done for you, saying thank you verbally is not enough. Amen? Oh, but I said thank you. It's not enough. It's not enough. When somebody says, how are you? You say, I'm, 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 I'm okay, thank you. Then when somebody pays your school fees, you just say thank you with your mouth. Is it the same thing? It, it, it does, is it on the same level? Is it on the same level? So depending on what has been, and a great, a great amount of mercy has been shown to us, which requires the appropriate thank you to the Lord. So that's what we have been looking at throughout the month of January. And we said number one is what? Say thank you by being obedient to the vision, the heavenly vision. The reason why the person said, saved you, do it. And I gave you that, I won't forget this example. You've gone to buy a kettle. It cannot warm water. You'll be so angry. It's so beautiful. I saw a kettle, the light comes from blue. Some have red light. It looks very nice. But if it can't, look, it can do all these things. Have all these aesthetics around it. If it cannot boil water, it's not a kettle. It's useless. Amen. Why? Because the reason why you bought it was to warm water. The reason why Jesus, Jesus has a reason for saving you and you must fulfill it. I see you fulfilling that vision. Number two, we said what? Be grateful to God or be thankful to God for your salvation by continuing to the end. Amen. By continuing to the end. May you continue to the end. May you not backslide in the name of Jesus. Number three, we said what? Be thankful to God for your salvation. Say it like that. Be thankful to God for your salvation by, by witnessing relentlessly to the great and to the small. And I said witness to everybody. By witnessing to everybody. Number four, we said what? Be grateful for your salvation or be thankful for your salvation by what? By preaching, relentlessly preaching about the cross. Okay, relentlessly, by accepting to relentlessly preach about the cross and the sufferings of Christ. And number five, we said what? Be thankful to God for your salvation by serving God until people think that you are mad. Until people think you are mad. Look, as a Christian, you must be different. And people must find a problem with you. Not that you must be a problem, but people and believers must find that you are serving God too much. But if unbelievers, because unbelievers also go to church. As I'm sitting here, is there's a possibility that there's an unbeliever here, one or two or three or four. Yeah. So unbelievers also go to church. There are countries that I know that even armed robbers go to church. Yeah. To go and pray about their jobs. And they pay tithes and give offerings. 
One famous arm robber from a certain country, which name starts with G. I mean, he was a famous arm robber. He terrorized the country. Everybody knows when they, have, they know his name, but they can't find him. One day he was arrested. Finally arrested. Do you know where they found him? They found him on a Friday night. Friday night at an all-night prayer meeting. All-night prayer, cross-night cross, cross night prayer, and they went to find this famous arm robber. He's sitting in the church. Oh, God. Oh, God. Cover me, Lord. Deliver me from my enemies. Deliver me. Let my job be successful. Let me prosper. I'm... Look, I'm not talking about this toti you have in your area. Famous arm robber. Nationwide known. They found Friday night, normal. Friday night as he was praying, then they went. Even when they came to point that this is the, not you, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know the way, this is the arm robber. Even the, the church members could not believe that he is the one. And the police also could not believe that this is the guy we are looking for. Yeah. Regular member. Maybe he plays the keyboard. Regular. They know his real name, but they don't know his street name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Unbelievers are around. So unbelievers must actually work with them and say, ah, today too you are going to church. But I thought you went to church last week. Oh. Yesterday you were in church. How come you are going again? I'm leaving early. I have to go to church today. Hey, today too. Every day you, are, you want to witness to us. But we go, look. When, 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 when I was, when I got born again fresh, I used to have a group of friends. We used to do witnessing at one particular we witness, uh, one day we stop somebody to say, oh, and they say, oh, don't you remember me? <laughs> so, from where, so I'm the one you witnessed to on Wednesday. You don't remember. You spoke to me on Wednesday. I said, okay, then you must come to church on Sunday. Then I will remember you properly. Yeah. You must witness and they say, now this one, you must be going crazy. Because that's what Festus said to Paul, that you, you are beside yourself. You are mad. Until unbelievers find you too much. You let's forget about the word mad. I care so mad. I'm talking about too much. You are extra. You have not started serving God. So may you be extra in your school. Amen. Some of you are trying to fit. In fact, it's my next point. Let's go. Be thankful to God for your salvation by rejecting the world's opinion. Acts 26. And as he does speak for himself, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself, much learning that made thee mad. But he said, I am not mad, most noble Festus, but speak forth the words of truth and Soberness. Hallelujah. Festus' opinion of Paul was that Paul has a problem. 
But Paul said, no, 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 no. I reject. I reject your analysis of me. I reject your analysis of me. As a Christian, the way to be thankful to God for your salvation is to not let the world's opinion dictate your life. Amen. Amen. Not allowing the opinion of the world, opinion of worldly people, opinion of unbelievers, dictate the, how your life should be. That you should be this way, you should be this way, you should be that. Today, unbelievers are trying to decide how, what the church should be like. Unbelievers are trying to decide what Christians should be like. How can unbelievers be the ones who decide what you are like when you have a copy of the Bible? Amen. And you are also allowing them. Oh, you must be like this. You must be like this. They are all dressing like this, so you must dress like that. Oh, you must also do this. Oh, do this a bit. Do this a bit. Do this. No. Today's Christians want to please the world. First John, I think, 2.15, the Bible says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For anyone that loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Put it up there. He says, don't love the world, neither the things that are in the world. Today's, um, today's Christians are becoming more worldly and want to conform with the things that are in the world. Love the things that are in the world and be like the world. So we are eager to please our unbeliever friends, our unbeliever neighbors, our unbeliever bosses, instead of pleasing God and living our lives as prescribed by the word of God. Yeah. One day I was invited to an event, I think with my wife. And then when we went, we finished the event, then the person took us for lunch, a celebration lunch. I think it was a graduation. So when we went, we all sat down Everybody, some very posh restaurant in a very posh area. So we sat down and we, everybody started to order. So they came, drinks, anybody, then we started to order, order. Then one lady that I know in, in Christ and in the church. They brought wine, this, they put it all on the table. And I remember she was sitting opposite across my wife. And my wife was sitting adjacent, adjacent to me. Which means she was sitting diagonal. I told you to go to school. You see your face. I told you go to school, take school seriously. Now you don't understand anything, you are lost. What, was Bishop under the table? It's up to you. I told you go to school. <laughs> now you've missed the whole preaching because you don't understand what I have just said. So, as the wine and things were there, the, the wine and the um, alcohol and uh, they were extras, and then the what we had, what we ordered, had come. So I think this lady, she had also ordered one of these griptizer, appetizer. Please, when you go anywhere, you don't know what to order. And it's becoming complex. Griptizer, appetizer, you'll be okay. Passion fruit and lemonade, you'll be okay. It's just that if you keep ordering these things, we just know that you don't know what to order. Anyway, but to be safe, to be safe. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to look classy also, you can just order water with a slice of lemon and... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are brave also, you can say the water should be sparkling. It's not nice, but it makes you look, it makes you look like, like you know something they don't know. <laughs> it's not everywhere that you must order Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is for when you are on your own. <laughs> but when you are in a, to keep the level. If you are not sure appetizer, that's all. One day, I went out. I'm in a story. I'm coming to another one. So please remind me when I come back. I went out with a group of guys. It went for breakfast. They invited me for breakfast. So I went. I'm waiting for the day that you will also invite me for breakfast. So I went. Then, Reverend David, you have not seen you in a while. I miss you. So let me tell you. When we went, we were sitting there. Then one brother. Everybody was ordering a beverage. Somebody said Americano. Somebody said uh, <laughs> cappuccino. Somebody said latte. The chai latte. Mocha. Oh, so this brother wanted to look like I said. So he asked for <laughs> espresso. <laughs> Or double espresso. Look, the name looks cool, but avoid it. He asked for espresso or double espresso. And he was, we were all very hungry. It was after a type of January fast like that. So we were all sitting there when they started to bring our drinks. They bring this person, so he's very happy. Look, one of the things I like, one of my children, he'll order a milkshake. When it comes, you, you, he'll be so happy. The tea is nice. In front. When you are looking at it, your, your throat, your esophagus will be moving like that. You wish you had ordered what he ordered. <laughs> he won't talk much. Quietly, he has ordered his things there. Anyway, but as you grow up, these things become... Anyway, back to my story. Where was I? So they started to give everybody their drinks. Everybody was happy. Then tall drinks, I mean, normal size. Then they brought some very, they brought a communion cup. <laughs> Look, when, when he made that order, I said to my, I looked, he was sitting opposite me. So I said to myself, does he know what he has ordered? But I decided that, look, let me mind my own business. <laughs> so I asked. I asked him, oh, okay, you were there. Good. So I asked him that, are you sure this is what you want? Uh-huh. Bulelo, I tried, though. <laughs> he said, oh, yes. And knowing me, once I tell you and you start to know, I just leave you. Because sometimes you learn by experience teaches you far more. It's just that the cost is a lot. So, even recently, I was talking to somebody. Then I said something. Then when I said, then he started saying something. Then I left him to say what he was saying. Then I, I even followed, I agreed with everything he was saying. Then when we finished, Pastor Spar told him, listen, what Bishop has told you, that's not what he wanted to tell you. What he wanted to tell you is what he started talking about from the beginning. But you took it on a journey, so he just followed you. I was sitting in the car, myself. I started to laugh inside my spirit. Yeah. The original advice he was giving you is the one he started with. Yeah. But when you started this, your Josini lie, then he said, okay, go and rear cattle. It's also a good business. Just do it. So buy a lot of females and add one, one male. If you buy a lot of male, are useless. Only one male. He can marry all of them and pregnant all of them. You'll be okay. Then I continue like that for the person. Back to my story. So I asked him, are you sure? He said, oh, 
So we're sitting there. When they brought his order, it's like a tokoloshi dwarf. <laughs> Communio small like that. He was looking at the thing. <laughs> and he was wondering, maybe they are going to bring the, the rest. So he was there looking at the thing like that. I said, that's it. <laughs> Drink it. <laughs> and the worst is that it's so bitter. Espresso is for look, look, you are feeling sleepy. Yes. You need a shot to wake you up. Yeah, yeah. Then you just so that's why it's like communion. You just move it to wake you up at once. That's it. But it's not for you are coming to eat um, bread, toast, eggs. You are coming to be sipping. It's not for dining. Please stop that. Anyway, I was in the store. Which, 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 so the drinks were sitting there. Then this lady adjacent. <laughs> no, not the one that opposite my wife who was adjacent to me. Then as we were talking, I saw that she pulled the, one of the gla- glasses towards her. Then she tried to pull one of the spirits. She thought that things were tall, so we can't see beyond. But by nature, I'm a tall person. So at a point, as she was pointing, my wife said, Sister, why? I said, What are you coming to drink here? You're coming to drink. But I realized that this is the crew she rolls with. She drinks with them all the time. So to confess, so I told my wife, she drinks with them all the time. A few moments later, the person who was doing the celebration said, Oh, won't you have? How come that you are drinking um, espresso? Espresso at this time. <laughs> we know you. Yeah. Some of us want to fit in in places instead of living to glorify God. Living your life in such a way that you will glorify God. You see, the more you love God, the more you appreciate what he has done for you. And the less and less you will love the world and love being like the world. That's it. That's it. That's it. The more you love God, the more you begin to love his music and love less the music of the world. Oh, yes. It's just, it's just normal. It just starts to replace itself. As you delete this, as you load this, you delete this. As you load this, you delete. That's it. You want to be like everybody. You want to be like everybody around you, all unbelievers around you. Instead of living to glorify God, the best way we can say thank you. Look, let's say you, a, a man has married you. Okay? He's married you. He's paid Lobola for you. He's changed your name. Your name was, give me one of the local names, Cindy. Now he's changed it to Norma Sutu. Norma Cindy. Okay, no problem. Norma Cindy, he has put a duke, a duke on you. A, yes. Available duke. Where is your duke? Or oh, this guy didn't put a duke on you. Ah, you knew you were coming where I was. So he has put a duke on you. So now when you are walking, you have a duke and everything. I'm not going to wear it to mess up my hair. <laughs> he has put a duke on you and everything. The best you can do is to live to glorify this guy who has honored you and married you. Yeah. 
That's the best you can do. Because you go to work and you see there are seven girls in the workplace. Only two of you are wearing a duke, which means only two of you are married. All Zulus, we don't wear dukes. When I first came to the church, everybody was wearing a duke. Young girls, teenagers, they were all wearing dukes in the church. And they said, Zulus, when you marry, you wear a duke. I said, oh, this small girl, she married? No, she's preparing. I said, okay, good. Yeah. He has married you nicely. When you go to, you see, you are the only married person there. The best you can do, or the least, not even the best, the least you can do is to live in such a way that glorifies him. But rather you join yourself to these unmarried, un, unmarried and unmarriageable people at the workplace. You have joined yourself to them at the work. They are not married and they are not marriageable or marriageable. Non-marriageable means they don't possess the qualities to be married. They don't possess, they are in relationships with two, three different, one at work, one, one here. It's if you see a girl who's eager to go to work early Monday morning, she's having an affair, an affair at the workplace. Yeah. work and when they are going to work on Monday they are angry that the weekend was so short. You alone you can't wait for tomorrow. There must be a reason. You are going to join yourself to these people. So they are sitting at the workplace insulting men. Men are fools. Men you can't trust a man. Never trust a man. Men are this. Men are that. Men are this. Men. Then you are also you too, you are sitting there. You have a good man at home who has glorified you, honored you, taking you from your family. Taking you. And some of you that have been taken from your family, your family is thanking God that you are gone. Yes. They are thanking God that you are gone because your presence at home is not the best for them. So they've always been praying, oh God, let her go. Oh, somebody should come for her. Somebody should. And then finally, somebody has come for you. You won't bless the Lord. You won't bless the Lord. You are there at the workplace sitting with these people and insulting men. These people, and you, your husband is a man. And you are insulting them. And men are this, men are that. They don't do this, they don't do that. They don't do this, they don't do. Meanwhile, you is being done for you. So as soon as you get home, you go and take it out on this poor guy. All men are cheats. Meanwhile, all he's been doing is sitting on his computer and working. He has worked the whole day waiting for you. Then you bring the anger. Somebody's transferred anger. It's like anointing that has been transferred. Transferred anger from your workplace. Then you come and pour it on this poor young man. The least you can do is to bring glory to him. Yeah. I saw somebody has written recently. Do men still open car doors? Because she has heard that men don't open car doors. Then somebody responded, how do you think we get into the car? How do you think we get into the car? How do you think we get into the car? We get into the car by opening it. How do you think? It's the least. The same when it comes to God, the least you can do is to live your life to glorify him by following his word, living according to his word, instead of living according to the rules and the dictates of unbelievers. Number next one, I'm going forward. 
I'm going forward. I have 10 minutes and then I have four more points, so you can imagine. Don't let the world control you. I said, don't let the world, you are now a Christian, let the Bible control you. Do things because it is in the Bible. Don't do things because it makes the world happy. Hallelujah. Say thank you for your salvation by desiring that others will come to serve God like you do. By desiring that others will serve God just like you do. By desiring that others will serve God just like you do. Verse 28, it says, Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuaded me to be a Christian. And Paul said, I would to God that none, not only thou, but also all that hear me this day were both almost and together such as I am, except in these bonds. 28 and 29. Yeah. Paul was telling the King Agrippa, after he spoke, King Agrippa said, Charlie, you have almost convinced me to be a Christian. Paul said, you are not the only one I'm trying to convince. I'm trying to convince everybody to become a Christian. Everybody to become a Christian, not just a Christian, but to become a Christian like me. Desire, that should be your desire, that everybody around you will serve God. Everybody around you will serve God. Everybody around you will serve God like the way you serve God. If you sing in the church, everybody around you will sing in the church. If you win souls in the church, everybody around you will win souls in the church. Not that you are the only one and then all the people are devils. It can't be. It was Paul's desire that everybody will come and serve God. Be thankful to God by desiring it and making attempts towards it. Hallelujah. Number, number eight. Number eight. This one will interest you. Be thankful to God for your salvation by not letting the grace of God be in vain. By not letting the grace of God be in vain. First Corinthians 15, I'm reading 9 and 10. It says, for I am the least of, we are still talking about Paul. It says, for I am the least of the apostles. That I'm not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Why should the grace of God that has been used to save you be in vain? Why should it be a waste? Ephesians 2, the Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith. Not of works, lest any man should boast. But it is the gift of God. Put it up, Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. We have been saved by grace. We didn't, have, we didn't do anything for it. We are benefiting from the grace of God. 
Paul said, the grace of God and the mercy, I obtained grace and mercy, which comes from Christ Jesus. Why should it be in vain? In vain means, why should it be wasted? Why should it be wasted? The grace that has been used to save you, why should it be wasted? Put it to you so that it is not in vain. I said what? Put it to use so that it is not in vain. It is not in vain. Have you made an effort or something and at the end it did, not, it did not pan out or it did not materialize before? Do you know how painful it is? Painful. Painful. God has poured out his grace to us. It should not be in vain. It should not be wasted. It should not be wasted. You, if you make an investment, you don't want it to be wasted. God has made an investment of grace in us. It should not be wasted. Let's read it. It says, for by grace are ye saved through faith. The way you are, you are saved because of grace. And not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. God just dashed it to you. God does salvation to you. Next verse. Not of works, lest any man should boast. And nobody should boast that I did this, I did that, I did that. That's why I qualify. No. Just. Then he says, why? Why? The word for means because we are his workmanship created unto good works. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works which were ordained before that we should walk in them. Let's walk in these good works so that the grace should, is not in vain. Yeah, let's walk in these good works so that the grace is not in vain. So that it's not a waste. You just got born again, then you came to heaven. That's all. Oh, then you should have died the day you got born again so that you can go to heaven fresher than anything. But if God has kept you around, there must be a reason why he's keeping you around. Don't let that grace be in vain. Don't let that grace be in vain. Now, some, some of you, just take a look at your family. You are not the best in your family, yet God decided to save you. You are not the best in your class, yet God decided to save you. You are not the best in your area, yet God decided to save you. Don't let the effort be in vain. Amen. Don't let the effort be in vain. Rather, let's serve this purpose, the good works he has created for us, for which he expressed his grace to us and to save us. Let's make use of it. Let's work it. So that he can say, oh, I've done a good job. I've done a good job. I'm excited I saved this one. I'm excited. I'm happy I saved this one. Saving this one has not been a waste of time. Hallelujah. Number nine. I think I'll finish with nine. Be thankful to God for your salvation. By laboring more abundantly. Be thankful to God for your salvation. That one is part one. It's always there. It's with every point. Do you see? By laboring more abundantly. I know it's the spelling of abundantly that is causing the problem. But <laughs> when we read the scripture, <laughs> you put it there. You put abundant. Just write abundantly. Just write abundant. Then you add L-Y. You'll be fine. The scripture we just read, 1 Corinthians 15. Next verse. It says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. 
and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored. So those of you who are stuck at labor, this is labor. I labored more abundantly than they all. The word labor means work. 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 He said, I worked more abundantly. I worked more what? Abundantly. I mean, you, you, people are looking for jobs. You all go for the interview. There are about 12 of you. Then only two of you are employed. What is the best thing to do? To work hard. To do what? To work hard. To let the person who has employed you realize, I've not made a mistake. I chose the best two. Today's, 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 today's people, as soon as we get the job, we now start to look for, who are, where are the toy toy group? Who is in charge of toy toying? Which union can I join to help with the toy toying? You come and start fighting against the people who have given you the job. One day, a certain sister was looking for a job. So, for a long time, she, did, she wasn't finding a job. We believed God with her. Then one day, she got a job. When she got a job, two weeks into the job, there was a toy toy at their workplace. So I, I met her, I said, oh, how's work? So we didn't go to work today. We are toy toying. So I said, toy toying for what? I said, we are looking for a raise. No, not two weeks. No, eh, she had been paid the first time. Eh, two weeks. She had received her first pay. It was this type of job that they pay you every week or every two weeks. She had received her first pay. She said, oh, we are toy toying. I said, and she was happy when she got the pay. Then the next week was there. So I, I said, ah. So I called her. I used to have a very small office. Small office, nowhere to walk. So I let her sit here. I was sitting here. So I asked her, when you got a job, sister, when you got a job, how much did they, they say they were going to pay you? Then she mentioned it. I said, okay. I asked her, did they pay you that amount? She said, eh, we. So I said, hey, wait, if they paid you that amount, what are you toy toying for? Oh, no. You see, pastor, at that time I was a small boy pastor. It's like, you don't understand. You don't understand South Africa. In, in South Africa, things are different. I said, yes. So I said, How much did they say they will pay you this amount? Did they give you that money? Yes. So I said, where is the problem? I said, when they first offered you that amount, were you not happy with it? Say yes. So how come two weeks later you are no longer, you've not even learned how they work, how to work. Oh, you are no longer happy with it. I can see from the way you are all looking at me. Oh, Bishop, what are you saying? I can see. I can see. I can see. I mean, it's obvious. I can see from your faces. Even your face, if you were to take a look at your face, the message would have been preached. Yeah. Yeah. So I look. 
look at this sister. I say, okay, you know, I don't understand South Africa. I'm new. I was born in exile. I just came back. I came back with Tabombeki, so don't worry. But let me explain a little business to you. So I said, do you know the rates for them to hire temps? Do you know? I said, no. I said, it's cheaper for them. No benefits, nothing. For them to pay temps. Do you know what a temp is? I told you to go to school. You won't go. It's, it's easier. It's cheaper. So, I, 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 I said, oh, they, I said, they won't give you the raise. Oh, they are going to give us the raise. I said, you wait. I'll show you how they'll give you the raise. You wait. I said, they are going to let you sit at home for almost one month. Then they will say, we have agreed to the terms. Do you see? Then you will come back to work. Then you'll be happy. Yeah, yeah, we have won. You think employers are stupid then? We go to school to learn to employ you. You think it's a joke? By that time, they've accumulated all the money they should have paid you that you were not there. Minus what they paid the temporary workers. Do you see? Then they spread that money on what they are giving to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would have gotten an increase. But if you had gone and you go and calculate, you see that one month's salary that you have missed. They spread it over the next seven months and they've given it to you. So you, maybe you are getting 500 rands, but now you are getting 550 and you are very happy. But you have missed, and they've spread that 500 10 times over the next 10 months, and they know you are going to go on another toy toy in 10 months' time. It's just a cycle. Yeah, yeah. Even some of your employers, they are waiting for your next toy toy. They know that the country, that's how it runs. Toy toy after toy toy toy. That's how it runs. Five divided by 10. 50. So then they add it to your five. Now you have gotten a salary raise. You get 550, but you missed a whole month. And that month you took a loan from a machonisa and he's charging you interest. Yeah. Temba is looking for you. <laughs> Temba is standing on long market and he's looking in every taxi that is passing if you are inside. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look, if somebody has given you a job, go and work hard. Go and work hard. Go and labor more abundantly. Yeah. Hey, so, Bishop, are you saying that no toy toy pays off? No. Toy toys pay, pay off. Pay off. It depends on your level of qualification. Yeah. It depends on the salary bracket you are in. Then if they give you 1% at the increased level, you will see 1% is real money. But even that, as soon as they give you the raise, you enter into a new tax bracket. You just jump into a new tax bracket. So when they calculate, you see that, ah, even your take-home has reduced. It was, it was better, it would have been better if I stayed at where I was. So your gross salary increases from 9000 no, from 11,000 to 13.5. As soon as you cross 12,000, you have entered into a new tax bracket. So on the 9,000 or on your 11,000, you are paying tax of maybe 1.5. On the 13, on the 13, you are paying like 3.2. Yeah, 
Then other things, UIF, all these things come. By the time they finish, your take home, when you look at it, you say, ah, they have robbed me. <laughs> then you go to HR, angry, you take off your shirt. Like you are in Shaka Zulu. Then you come. You have robbed me. Then they'll tell you this one. This is your car. Can you, do you understand the word gross? That's when they ask you questions to make you feel foolish. They ask, do you understand the word gross? Then you say, yes. What does it mean? It means it's my total. That's your gross. So, so where is the gross? This one went to this. This one went to that. This one went to this. Even your medical aid contribution has increased. Your pension contribution, everything has increased at the end. Your, your salary is like a mouse. You just take your mouse like that. Yeah. Work hard. Now let's bring it into the church. I close in five minutes. Let's bring it. If Christ has saved us, let us work hard. Let's labor. He said, I labored. I work more abundantly than everybody. Let's work hard in the church. Work hard in soul winning. Work hard in prayer. Work hard in visitation. Work hard in loving God. Work hard in everything that a Christian does. Work hard. Some of us cannot live a holy life because we are not ready to work hard. Even this fasting we are doing, you can't fast. You won't fast because you are just, the slightest hunger pants you feel. Ah. You say, I'm hungry, I'm dying. I'm dying, I'm dead, I'm dead. Shonile, I'm dead. Nine o'clock in the morning, no, nine o'clock. Small fasting we are doing, Pastor Men. Nine o'clock, you say you are dying. Shonile <laughs> dead. I mean, you, are, you have died. You have opened both arms and both legs. Ah! You have died more abundantly. <laughs> ah! Let me tell you something. Look, when you say you are fasting, fasting, fasting go, is in three levels. There are three battles you have to win, if I get it right. You have to win first the battle of the mind. Have you not realized that when you are not fasting, when you wake up in the morning, you are not hungry? But as soon as you say you are fasting, when you wake up, the first thing is that you, you, before you even get out of the sleep, your mind tells you that you are hungry. How many, how, can I get a weakness in the house? Good. So you have to win that battle of overpowering your mind that you can say anything you want to say. We are not going to eat. After some time, your mind will accept it. Yeah. That is why when, let's say, you fast successfully and let's say we are breaking in the evening, when we say we finish the prayer, immediately the hunger, the hunger disappears. It's like you will eat, but it's not like you are rushing to eat so that you can move. No, 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 not at all. Because the mind, it's like the mind starts, oh, it's back to original setting. Then the second thing is the physical battle, which is the messages that your stomach will send to you. Do you see? Because gen usually around a particular time, food goes into the system. And the system has a clock. It knows that at this time food comes. So at this time I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do. So when that time comes and food hasn't come, 
the, the stomach feels that, oh, maybe you have forgotten. They start to toy toy. Do you see? They start first by sending a message to the brain that tell the guy that it's time to send the food. Do you see? Maybe he has forgotten. Do you see? Now, when it's not coming, when it's not coming, then now they start to make noise. Do you see? Because before you start your toy toy, you start talking that you, you send a letter. You tell them that, look, we need a raise. If they don't mind you, then now you start singing. Hey, ta, ta, two runs 50. Ta, 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 four runs 30. Ta, ta, ta. Oh? Five percent. Ta, ta, ta. Is that not so? No, I've watched, I've, I, have, I have a lot of toy toy in friends. That's why I led the ta, ta. We need a soundtrack for ta, ta. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? So then they also start. It's like they are sending messages. But believe me, you sincerely. If you don't mind them, their data will run out. Yeah, their data will run out. All the noise they are making, their data will run out. You see that people who took us to court. It's just a matter of time. Their money will finish. Because how much? Where are you getting your support from? Eventually, it will finish. Data will run out. That's how it is like. Yeah, so eventually their data will run out. Then they will keep quiet. Do you see? Then now is the spiritual battle, which you can overcome by praying. If you don't pray, you'll be hungry. If you pray, you'll be fine. Yeah. So if you are not ready to labor, the first message from the brain, you say, oh, I won't fast again. Okay, we'll fast tomorrow. How many of you have fasted before you postpone it to the next day? Can I get a witness? Even pastors. Even pastors. Oh, it's Thursdays, but on Thursday, say, oh, no. The way it's going, we'll fast on Friday so that we can pray with prophet on flow prayer. How it has happened to you before? Yeah. Yeah, there are pastors in the church and then liars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you don't fast at all. You must work hard. Or else you can't fast. Prayer is work. You must work. Look, right now as I'm standing here, my legs are tired. They can't, it's like they can't carry me. I've been standing on my two legs, moving up and down in a three-meter room. Up and down like that. Ba la ba 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 la ba 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 la ba ba for 12 straight hours. You think it's a joke? Even when I'm working, it's like I'm trying to fall down. One of my pastors said, when I come to the retreat, I'll come and look for you. I said, you can knock, I won't open the door. Don't, don't waste your time. Save your energy. Even when I was leaving, I saw one of my pastors, she was trying to say hello to her. I just, oh, then I just continue. <laughs> when I see you in church, you will talk. But there, pray. We are all going to wait on God. Walk. Even my legs are tired. Prayer is work. Yeah, prayer is work. So winning is work. This week we are doing so winning. Every single person should win. Look, do you know the target for this week? This week, every member of the church is winning at least five souls. And then Sunday, you bring at least three of them to church. Yeah. And I've won their souls, but they are in heaven. No, we are not winning souls to go to heaven yet. We are winning souls to come to Christ and come to church. And then from church, they can go to heaven. Let, let them do a drive through if you don't work hard, Sunday you come here empty with nothing. 
Christians don't want to work hard. You don't want to work hard in your life. You don't want to work hard for God. Those of you are praying that my 10 minutes should finish. My 10 minutes is finished. Yeah, you don't want to work hard in the church for God. How? How grateful are you for God saving you and putting you in his kingdom? Say thank you by working hard. Anything you do for God, you must do it abundantly. You must work hard at it. Yeah, if you see those who come and dance, dancing stars, when you see them rehearsing here, you can see some are hungry, some are tired, but they are still, that their leader is as hard as a flint. Pastor, what is a flint? I told you to go to school. Just when they are there, say, go back, go back, dance again. Come on. energy, everything by the time you finish you are tired, that's the sign of work if you do something and you are not tired you are not working you are not working, you never feel tired, you are not, this year may you be tired for God, may you be tired for God, in a way to say thank you for saving me may you be tired for God yeah, you're never tired. This is like one hour, so you slide in cool, then you slide out. No, 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 no. You're not laboring. And number 10, say thank you to God by giving your reasonable service. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that you present yourselves a living testimony, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Do a service that is reasonable, that makes sense to God. And I believe God will bless you. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Go out and win souls is only reasonable. Do something for God in the house of God is reasonable. Visiting church members is a reasonable. To strengthen them, it's a reasonable thing. Following up church members, it's all, God is not asking for something that is audacious and outrageous. He's just asking for something that is reasonable. If we will do it, God will look at us and say, these ones are really grateful for the salvation that they have. Lift your, hand, lift your hands to God and just thank God. Thank God right now. Thank God right now. Thank him for saving you. Thank him for saving you. Thank him for saving you. Thank you, thank you. Thank him, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We are grateful for your salvation. Thank you, Lord. We reject the world and the ways of the world. Lord, we pray that more people will come to serve you. Yes, just as we are serving you. We say the grace that you have poured and shown us will not be in vain. For we will labor more abundantly for you. And we will give you a service that is reasonable. A service that makes sense. A service that is reasonable. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Lord, I pray for everybody here. Lift up your hands to the Lord. 
Lord, I pray for every hand lifted up. And we lift our hands in gratitude to you for sending your son Jesus to die for us and to share his precious blood for our sake. To share his precious blood for our sake and for our forgiveness. We are grateful. We give you our lives as a thanksgiving for what you have done for us in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. We glorify you. We adore you. We honor you. Hallowed be your name, Lord. Hallowed be your name, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. Thank you for that precious blood that has washed us and saved us. Use our lives to your glory and your glory alone. Let our lives be beautiful. Let many see our lives as a testament and a testimony of your goodness in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said amen. amen. Say a nice amen. amen. Say a loud amen. amen. Say a blessed amen. amen. And finally say a thankful amen. amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You are here this morning. You say, Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Please pray with me to welcome Jesus into my heart to be my Lord be my savior. If you are here like that, every eye closed, every head bowed, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you, pastor. Pray with me. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray. If you lifted your hand, just come to me in the front. I'll pray with you quickly. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. If you lifted up your hand, come to me. I'll pray with you. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. From today, Satan, hear me from today. I renounce your power. I renounce your authority over my life. I belong to Jesus and I am born again. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for this gentleman. Thank you for your grace and your mercy brought salvation to him and to many that will come after him. Wash him with your blood and use him to your glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg or call 083 773-1605 God richly bless you.